Hey there, welcome to the Lockdown Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. I'm Shanaz, my mate Brooksy's on the other end. Brooksy, how you going, my friend? Good, mate. Day three of the lockdown. Um, starting to lose it a little bit, but, um, you know, just just getting there, getting there through uh, these new conditions and uh, living the lockdown life as any lockdown person would. You said lockdown 84 times. Going absolutely crazy. You know how social I am. You're not the only one going crazy. Yeah. I thought I'd been waiting for this my whole life because I'm a lot less social than what you are. But it's not that fun. I've got to admit, it's not that fun. What's your... So, what's... Give me a quick little snippet of your lockdown day. Like, what do you... How long are you outside for, Shnaz? <laughs> Today, I really haven't been outside. You're obviously just in your sauna there. Um, yeah, I'm just painting a picture. It's very wood. It's like Kramer's um, idea of just wood everywhere. Wood, Jerry, wood. I'm in my home studio, Brooksy. Yeah, it's a very nice studio. I can Thank tell you. there's the, um, there's the what is it, the noise-cancelling uh, wall, the soundproof wall there. Warren Smith at any, t- any moment is going to pop through and do some songs with me. So. How good how good was on the guitar? I love was. I feel I feel somewhat responsible because he was on Twitter. He did the first song, and I was egging him on to do more. And he was doing some Springsteen and other stuff. And yeah, it takes it takes a lot of guts to do that, you know, to go on social media when you're that figure and you're known to be a rugby league commentator and sing songs. Yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm really. I, I want to say I'm proud of him, but I've got no reason to be proud of him. But he's just he's a great fella, and he's talented, obviously. Yeah, I tagged uh, Triple J in his post and just went, <laughs> like a version, come on, like was on the Jays on a Friday morning. It'd be great if he did, once the season's backed up, Schnaz, he can do like a version in the morning, Titans Manly and Brookie in the evening. Now, we all have to look to other sources of entertainment slash income slash ways to keep ourselves busy. You and I have rehashed a podcast from 35 years ago called The League Life. Which uh, which our friends at Fox Sports stole from us, but we're taking it back. Uh, we love you guys, Steve and Joe and everyone. We love you. You said Manly versus Gold Coast, but I don't know. Are they going to be in the competition when we come back? I don't think they are. Who knows, mate? It's uh, I, I'm hoping that they will, but uh, so am I. Yeah, it's uh, early, still very much early days. Did you see like some of the players today heading into the um? respective gyms of the teams that they were uh that they play for getting like dumbbells and um and and benches and whatnot so they can do their weights at home uh it sounds like it's uh the teams have started bringing in individual training programs for players um so they can do their regular stuff at home we've seen on fox league live throughout the the week so far players at home um you know sort of starting to get a bit stir crazy they're Creatures that have it, they obviously train a lot and work out a lot. Uh, you see it on Instagram, some of the guys doing stuff in the yard, going out for runs. Yep. Uh, you know, they, they're just trying to do what they do. And it's great to see the, the players are keeping up with that, taking some gear home and uh, working on their physique while the uh, lockdown is on. Now, I'm looking after my physique by basically doing what I always do, which is just not eat too crazily. I don't exercise much. I just try and get by with the limit, limitations that one like myself has. You, on the other hand, you're an Adonis. And how are you, how are you keeping fit in, this, uh, in these crazy times? Well, I've sort of done a similar sort of thing to what the 
teams have done. I went to Rebel and bought a bench, a couple of dumbbells, a band. I, I'm I'm trying to do something, and I think this is an opportunity to do some crazy stuff whilst uh, you're working from home, or um, yeah, or even you know if you if your work sort of died down as well, to look for some sort of ways to keep you sane. Um, that's me at the moment. I I don't have a PlayStation or anything like that, so I've sort of. <laughs> Started doing that, listening to music, um, obviously on Twitter pretty much 23 hours a day, (laughs) (laughs) posting stuff, commenting on things, just throwing opinion out there. You did mention uh, you didn't have a PlayStation. One of my best friends works in marketing for PlayStation. She said today, she didn't put a figure on it, but she said sales are through the roof, man. I'm sure they are. And this is the thing that I don't understand. Like, esports has been such a massive thing the last few years. We've been told how the future is esports. There are times now I haven't heard a thing about any esport competitions or anything like that. No one's told me to join up the ET's Rugby League competition or, or actually <laughs> one of my mates, Dan Fiore, is a mad ET's Rugby League fan. <laughs> and we've been sort of trying to find a way where we can play it online. What's your favourite NRL game of the, of the computer game age? I mean, I love all those ones that you would think, but I'm going to be really boring and say the last one they released, I think it was called Rugby League Live 3 or 4. Really good. Really good. Well, it's the most recent one. It should be the best. It should be, but the first sort of couple, as we know, were a little bit funky. But, but yeah. they, they seem to have got it really right with the last last sort of two versions. Our good friend love- Andrew Voss, uh, yeah. great commentator. Yeah, I the love game. the first Rugby League Live. Where every, I think everyone looked like the same player. Yeah, I can't remember who that, it was. They had that kind of footy haircut of the late two thousand, uh, two thousand and ten, late two yeah. thousands. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like everyone. It was like Trent Barrett looked like the same person that um, Nathan Blacklock looked like. <laughs> it was awesome. I yeah. love that one. I liked ARL ninety six, where you had. Um, I think it was Vossy. Wasn't Vossy the commentator? And, and Fatty used to chime in with, oh, you're a goose and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not sure if it was Vossy, but definitely Fatty was there. Can't remember. It might have been Rabs. I can't remember. If it it might have been Rabs. It might have been Rabs. Yeah. Um, I might be getting Rugby League and um, ARL 96, which was EA Sports at the time, which was all yeah. rage. NBA Live, 95, I remember. But EC's Rugby League was the best, I thought. Yeah, it was absolutely. so simple. You played for the Winfield Cup. Like, it had Illawarra in it. It was great. I Back enjoyed when it. times were so much simpler, Brooksy. Divert from that, Schnaz, and um, get a bit serious in terms of what's going on today. Like the big, One of the big talking points, I guess, from today's news has been uh, teams letting staff go. The, your Sharkies, Panthers, Knights, Bulldogs, have all, all let um, staff go over the last 24, 48 hours, um, told staff to take leave or um, just take, they basically let them go. Yeah. Um, and then the Cowboys were the fifth team, uh, which were announced today. Um, it's it's a bit, it's, I guess it's part of the nature of what's going on now, but um, we're starting to see that trickle down effect with um, some of the staff being let go, um, you know, 72 hours since, the, or even 48 hours since the announcement on Monday. So, Look, I, it's it's hard to talk about, but you know when we saw uh, Greenberg 
and Volandis talk about the effects of what this would happen and them trying to keep the league going. This is exactly why they wanted to keep the league going. Yeah. You know, this is clubs can't afford to keep these people on. Like the Panthers, for instance, a lot of their stuff is tied into their leagues clubs. I think they've got five. I know they've got Bathurst. They've got um, obviously uh, Panthers out there. There's there's quite a few out there, um, and the Panthers are quite reliant on the money that comes in from those clubs. So I think this is going to be the norm over the next you know couple of weeks. What are your yeah. thoughts on what are your thoughts on what's been going on with that? It's quite shocking, Brooksy, when it becomes such a reality. And and I think back page of the Telegraph today with John Morris and the the black crow over his head for some oh. reason. What a Man. shot! Uh, but in all seriousness, um, you know, I know Bomber personally a little bit and he's just a sweet, sweet man. And, you know, I'm sure he'll be fine. And obviously he's got the job for two and a half more years and, uh, he'll be fine, but it's still shocking to see that it's come to that, you know? And there are obviously a lot of people at all the clubs at a much lower level than the head coach, uh, and they are on hiatus, and some are without pay, and uh, it's it's shocking. It's the only word I can really think of. Well, it's interesting, like just looking, like combing over the articles from the last um, few days. So the Bulldogs have stood down their entire coaching staff, including yep. Dean Pay and Steve Price. Yeah. So they're without pay, and you've got the rest of the coaching staff: Steve Georgialis, Steve Antonetti. They've basically been stood down immediately without pay, um, yeah. and there's no real guideline as as, as to when they'll come back. Uh, same like Cronulla, you you talking about um, your, your GM there, Dino Meza um, Testa? Yeah. He's he's actually taking what he he, he says so he's working without pay. Shut down. He's working without pay. Mm. Like it's just amazing, and and you know a bit about the Sharky situation, yeah. Chaz. Like. It seems like the whole renovation of the leagues club was actually a, a blessing in disguise for them in terms of not having to let go of a lot of people at this time because they're already in the construction phase of um, fixing up that leagues club. Yeah, so around Christmas time they shut down the the leagues club and it's uh, going to be shut for two years. A total complete rebuild, and that meant, as everyone knows, they're going to play in Cogra. In the meantime, so they let go of most of the staff that they required, obviously. In the meantime, they'd bought a golf club in Karela, which is a really sweet little... Well, it's not actually little. It's just it's a great golf club. So they purchased that, and that was running up until this week with the whole shutdown happening. Uh, but the timing, you're right, is re- really kind of weird. Even from a fan point of view, like we were all dreading playing at Cogra just because it's the enemy. And I say that very lightly in these heavy times. But, you know, we may not even go to Cogra this year. I hope now we do, obviously. But uh, just the timing is very, very strange. So they, they, are, they are, in a sense, saving money. The, uh, the flip side of that is there's no money coming in. But they are, yeah. they are probably better off than other clubs because, A, there's less people to let go of, and, and B, they're not relying on leagues clubs at all they bought the career the golf club but they're not going to rely on that that was never that's more like an icing on the cake kind of thing so uh they're in a very interesting position but it's certainly not um the last time you'll see them play because they've got a bit of money in the bank so hopefully they don't have to use it all but uh they're probably 
they're probably better than five or six or seven clubs at the moment, which is a pretty rare thing for that for that team to be in that position. Yeah, I think with the I guess with the money in the bank, I think it's stated that they've had about around close to seventeen million. The value of the golf course is about twenty five million. Obviously that might change um in in the next few months, but you know, yeah. there's the assets and the liquidity of the cash that they've got. So yeah. it sounds like the Sharkies are in a pretty good position. You just look at some of the Penrith stuff, like reading through some of the articles there. So They've got, like, the Panthers have five licensed clubs and bracing for around a $40 million loss. And you just see some of the quotes from uh, Brian Fletcher, their CEO, and it's just like they've got a really good plan in place to sort of help out their staff, um, you know, helping them with with regards to uh, the people that don't have annual leave, helping them, um, you know, giving them information about what they can do in terms of... Um, with, uh, with Centrelink and what they can do in the meantime to get um, their sub, I think the new start allowance or whatever it is. Yep. Um, but yeah, like teams are having, having to think outside the square because of um, this ridiculous situation that everyone's put in. Ridiculous by, I mean, you, you just wouldn't think that this sort of thing yeah. could happen so quickly. But yeah. um, I, I think from what we've seen over the last few days, um, whether it be Todd Greenberg, whether it be Dave Donaghy, whether it be Brian Fletcher, Shane Richardson, like you can see that the leaders of this game, the leaders of the clubs, understand the situation. And I think, you know, we we, we heard today that the NRL and the RLPA, um, Todd Greenberg and Clint Newton, um, met today about the future and in terms of what the players are getting going to be paid. Like the landscape is going to change, Naz. It's going to be massive change. Yeah. There's, yeah. We, we won't be seeing... And, like, you think about David Fafita, who everyone was touting two, maybe not even two weeks ago, about how he could potentially be a million-dollar man. Like, when are we going to see that again? I don't think we'll see that in the in the short term. Like, it's going to take a while for the league to get back to that. So, I think that RLPA, with guys already signed contracts and what they're already on, some of those guys are going to have to take pay cuts in order to um, get the league back up and running again. Because everyone's not set up like Cronulla, that's for sure. You feel for people like that, but at the same time, it's such a it's such a tough thing to talk about. We saw it on NRL 360 this week, and uh, Paul Crawley was really on the side of um, the players are getting too much money, and he named guys, which I thought was pretty sensational. And then you had other people saying, well, the game, even um, Shane Richardson said, the game allowed them to earn that money. So yeah. let's not begrudge them of that. And I personally don't begrudge them of earning the money. You do, on, on the side of Paul, Paul Crawley, you do question some of these guys and what you get out of it. I know at my club, and it's no secret, there's a bunch of guys on a lot of money. And sorry, there's two, probably two guys in particular who, I want, who you can use your imagination. They earn a lot of money and the return hasn't been that fantastic. And as a fan, yeah. you're like, yeah, I don't know about that. But as a as a person, I'm not going to begrudge them of making that money, and it's almost like the league allowed them to do it. But now, unfortunately, times are tougher, much tougher, and I think you'll see that that does come down, and how the players adapt to that. I, I guess they don't have any choice. It's like if you don't like it, go do something else. Yeah, it's going to be totally different when we start back up again, mate. And that's that's the big thing. We have to we have to understand that. I guess everyone that's on the ground in the NRL has to understand that. Fans have to understand that. 
what do you make of the I don't know the statement slash argument that we saw on our beloved uh, Fox League slash 360, where a couple of the guys were saying that this is a good chance to make it into a smaller competition, perhaps 12 teams. I mean, and you know the strongest survive, which I know we've been through probably what 25 years ago, whenever it was. But do you think that's a a reality at all to of happening? It's a, it's a totally different era after this, Schnaz. Like, I don't think we've had any... What, do you reckon the games had any... Like, let's let's put Super League out of it because it was such a divisive situation where there was two actual organisations sort of trying to work separately. This yeah. is everyone together, right? Yeah. And this isn't necessarily trying to expand the game. It's, it's potentially going to condense it. I think the best thing for the game is to not necessarily put money in propping up people I think the money needs to go into the game itself so that there is an uh, there is a competition that's viable. I've got nothing wrong with let's let's for argument's sake, right? Let's say there's four teams that can't play NRL. Let's say it's Manly, let's say it's unfortunately the Dragons, it's Brisbane and it's Melbourne, right? That's, that's obviously not going to be those yeah. four. Yeah. But if they can't survive at NRL level, I have no problem with them being in the second tier and trying to get back up through, you know, the process of just, you know, being in that second tier, yeah, it's going to be very tough for teams to come back after being in the second tier. But I think that's the natural. We've got to look after the main game that brings in all the money. If clubs can be viable, you're in. I understand we need um, as many games as possible for the TV dollars, which is going to change as well. But I think to be realistic about it, if teams can't prop themselves up, We'll give them money, but give them enough money to be able to put in a team in the second tier. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Is that from when we come back? Is that from two years' time? Like, what is it from now? What are you saying? I'm just saying when when we get out of this, we'll need to. We'll, we uh, first question is, can we finish the season? If we do, that's all well and good. But I, I don't know if some teams will be the competition. So the NRL has about $150 million, like what was stated earlier in the week, right? So that's basically to get the competition up and running and to start thinking about the future. So it's, a, it's basically getting, getting the competition up and running. It's, it's making sure teams can play in that competition and then sustain them in the future. So I think like as a business, in a business sense, like it's going to be very hard to be able to, let's say, four people, four teams, like be able to sustain them going forward if we're giving them $10, 15000000 million just to, just to basically get through 2021. The life of some of these clubs is really based on a virus that we can't control is what you're telling me. I'm just going to do some breaking news during the podcast, Ishnaz. All right. Um, the, one of the t- uh, outlets has just reported that Prince Charles has um, tested positive for coronavirus. Is that right? Yeah. It just popped up on my phone as we're doing the podcast. I hope he's staying away from his mother. So, Shnaz, my question is, what does that mean for the NRL? <laughs> I think it means the royal family are out. They don't have a team. It's crazy. It's And this is a thing, like... It, it sort of ties in with what we're saying, mate. We don't really know, we don't know. where we're at. We don't know yeah. who it's going to affect. It's, we don't know who, where it's going to cut, where it's going to pop up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an interesting time. 
But I'm going to segue into something a bit more lighthearted. Okay. And it does involve the virus. And as of, oh, in we're recording at 9.42 at the moment. Yeah. Sydney time. So in 18 minutes, oh, 9.43. So in 17 minutes, New Zealand will be uh, in lockdown. Yeah. That's heavy. So they're going full, full lockdown. And it got me thinking today, Shnaz. got me thinking outside the square. And I want you to see what you think of this. So there's been places tossed up, Townsville, Gladstone, um, ANZ Stadium, the bubble at Homebush, as Vossie did on Monday in Controversy Corner. What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Let's say in three months' time, we start the competition in corona-free New Zealand. Yeah, I'd, I'd be into that. I'd be into that very much. If we send the 15 Australian teams over to New Zealand, yep. we send a few um, TV professionals over there to broadcast all the games. Obviously, Sky Sports um, will do a very good job, but there'll be eight games over there instead of one every uh, two weeks. Are you willing to put your hand up to be a uh, producer? Possibly. I've got an active passport, and I love the country of the long white cloud. Okay. Have you been over there, Shaz? Negative. We take some. We take the teams over. We take essential staff over. We take over some uh, broadcast professionals, obviously. Um, they're all, they'll already have a lot over there because the Super Rugby is currently not happening. Yeah. It may. It may. The New Zealand local comp may start up. Hence, why we might need to send some um, corona-free uh, broadcast professionals. <laughs> We do all the we do the games from New Zealand. Get the competition started over there. Not only do we start the competition, but we also promote the game in New Zealand. There's eight yeah. games there a week. Why don't we do it? Do you see anything wrong with it other than the I guess the fam like fifteen teams worth of families missing their um, <laughs> their fathers, their sons, their um, grandfathers. I don't know. <laughs> we promote the game in New Zealand. We possibly steal some of rugby's thunder by playing the NRL. And then when we're looking down the track at expansion, we've got all these players that have been, you know, given all this NRL in 2020. And maybe, just maybe, they might want to come over and play some rugby league. Yeah, you're always thinking, Brooks. It's one of the things I like about you. You're always thinking. You don't sleep. You never sleep. You just always, <laughs> that brain's always going. It's pretty good. I like it. You should uh, ring up your mate Greenberg and, and ask him what he thinks about it. Yeah, I, I like it, Brooksy. I'm supporting it. Uh, I would like to pitch this to the NRL, and maybe they need some podcasters or something. I can tag along. You like the cro- the closest thing to Kramer I know at the moment, and I, I love it. Should we take a break, guys, and, and get into the final uh, segment? Of the sure, let's do that. Let's do that. We'll, we'll be back very shortly from the lockdown life with a very very cool segment. Stick around. Every man at some point in his life is going to lose a battle. He's going to fight and he's going to lose. But what makes him a man is that in the midst of that battle, he does not lose himself. This game is not over. This battle is not over. So let's hear it one more time. Together. Clear eyes, full hearts. Let's go! 
Okay, welcome back to the Lockdown Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. I'm Shanaz. Brooksy, you're still here, which is a wonderful thing. Now, you've been on the Twitter sphere and you have been asking people a certain question. What question was that? Well, I was thinking, you know, we're in lockdown. We've all got TVs. We love movies. We love TV shows. We love music. The first one I thought, and it was pretty rampant on the social media recently, I thought, why don't we go in and see what everyone's favourite sports movies of all time are. Ooh. And there were some interesting interesting names out there, interesting titles that came up. Um, Fox League colleague Lara Pitt threw up a league of their own. Did you like that one, Schnaz? Absolutely. Tom, again, Tom Hanks, our man. He was brilliant in that. Who was you? Did you like? There was what? Gina Davis, Rosie O'Donnell. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gina Davis, fantastic in it. Loved it. Yeah. Remember the Titans, Schnaz? Three I remember votes it. that got. You got Nathan Brown, one of my mates who works for Nitro Circus. Sully, current Fox League employee. And former Fox League employee, Amy. Yeah. Also said, remember the Titans. What were your thoughts on remember the Titans, Shanaz? I, I remember being a young Shanaz going to the films, and I saw it, and it was really <laughs> how good. Much, how much were chalk tops back then, Shanaz? Were you paying in dollars or pounds and shillings? Oh, I think they were about uh, one pound and two cents. Uh, I uh, I love American football films, as as you know, and it will become very evident shortly. Um, but yeah, great great film with uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah. Uh, Josh Ogilvy, a guy I went to primary school with, said Major League Baseball. What did what did you think of Major League Baseball? There was a few of them, wasn't there? Have Have I seen that? I don't know. What What's Charlie what's that? Sheen? Oh, okay. Cleveland yeah. Indians. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Decent. Uh, Prince Charles has actually got one in. He said Contagion, which is a bit ironic <laughs> uh, for the time. <laughs> Move right along. Um, your stats colleague Brendan Acosta said Dodgeball. Yeah, okay. I, I, I was a big fan of dodgeball. Dodgeball, yeah, it's a sport, but um, I think the the line for me was if you do, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> I, I thought that was good. There were some really good characters in it. Um, yeah, Vince Vaughn at Love his him. absolute best, maybe. No. Now that's that's two podcasts in a row where we've mentioned Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I, I'm a Swingers fan. You are a Swingers oh, fan. Please. We know that. That's. I think that's better than Wedding Crashes, Schnaz, uh, Vince Vaughn-esque. But BDC's big issue was the Lance Armstrong cameo <laughs> pre-drugs. Uh, so, yeah. unfortunately, that lost a couple of stars with him. But still, his favourite sports movie. Okay. Um, Yale said Cool Runnings. Yeah, yeah. Good one, yeah. Uh, I, I, I could see you being a fan of Kissing a Lucky Egg. I don't know. Like You just seem like it, Schnaz. Like, you know, you're at, you're at Shark Park and you've got your fellow... Oh, um, granola fans and you turn around and you go hey Buzz kiss my lucky egg <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story Brooksy back in 2016 before the unthinkable happened we would do anything for a win we would kiss an egg we would kiss a Buzz we'd do whatever a discuss- we'd possibly wear the coronavirus started the shoeys of 2016 well, and and long time <laughs> long time listeners of this podcast <laughs> Remember my my effort of doing that, which you put me up to, the camping. Yeah. Game. There's video of that. There's video of that. We might tweet that later on. Uh, what I was going to say was... We're a, different, we're a different race now, Schnaz. We're very much germaphobes, so probably don't tweet it out. 
we'll lose some listeners. On on my desk at work, there is a Cronulla Shark snow globe <laughs> with a Santa Claus inside. Before the NRL picked up the slogan of let, let's make history, which they did for that year, Brendan DeCosta, who you mentioned before, and myself, we, I would like to think together, came up with the slogan of let's make history. Because every time they would win a game, 16 in a row, let's make history. And then it became a thing where if you walk past my desk, you'd, you'd shake the snow globe and say, let's make history. And so yeah. I was so superstitious by the time of the finals, you, Lara Pitt, whoever it was, had to shake the snow globe and say, let's make history. And it so was. The snow globe was your lucky egg. It was my lucky egg, my lucky, my lucky there buzz. Long story. Nice Keep going with the films. What else you got? All right. I'm moving on to the ice, Schnaz. We've yep. got a couple of Mighty Ducks entries from L and Reese. Mighty Ducks for L. Reese had Mighty Ducks 2. Which was your favorite Mighty Duck? It was Mighty Maybe. Ducks 3. And my friend Matt Bratton is in it as an extra. Wow. Which one's 3? I remember one was uh, Buddy Banks and uh, coming over from the. It was sort of a bit like Friday Night Lights, the rezoning of um, Minnesota, Minneapolis, maybe? It was with the new school teacher, I believe, the new hockey teacher. Okay. Who's your favourite Mighty Duck character? Uh, the one played by Pacey. Oh, Charlie Conway? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. You, you sound like a very big Mighty Ducks fan. Uh, mine was Gordon Bombay. Uh, okay. The coach, Emilio yep. Estevez. Yeah. Always been a fan of his. Yeah. Uh, Loaded Weapon 1, that's a good uh, piss take movie of Lethal Weapon 1, obviously, with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. What about Young young Guns? You Young Guns, man? Yeah, not so much. I like the soundtrack. Um, Kip from work also, she gave me like a thousand. I told her to pick one. Yeah. And she picked one of my favorites, yep. Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah. What's your, what, um, Happy Gilmore, what's your favorite uh, scene in Happy Gilmore? Or oh, scenes? You gotta tap it, tap, 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 tap it in. <laughs> Give it a little tappy. Yeah. It's funny how there's some there's some, there's some uh, guys on the net that do the best Adam Sandler impersonations. They're so good. I didn't mind Chubbs. Chubbs Peterson was a good story. It was a it was a good and a sad story. But at the end, you know, Chubbs is up in heaven, and you know, made do with the crocodile. But yeah, like it's um it's it's one of, it's it's a classic. It's a classic comedy, and it is. Um, again, a bit of hockey, a bit of golf, a bit of shooter McGavin. Great one of the great villains, Bob Barker. Beaten down on Happy Gilmore at the Pro Am. I can't think of the title, and it's not on my list that we're going to go through. But Russell Crowe ice hockey film. Look it up; it's really good. Oh, uh, Mystery Alaska! Mystery Alaska! What a great film! Yeah, I've seen it. You I've know what? That it. might go on my list. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like the Rangers come to town, and it's like it might be like a similar sort of thing where there's a shutdown in the yeah. NHL. Yeah, but they're like a local park team or something. No, so mine was Happy Gilmore, but I was a big fan of Any Given Sunday. Oh, yeah. With um, Billy Beeman. I thought it was really good. And obviously Pacino's speech in it is (laughs) bloody good. (laughs) He inches. I think you hear some um, sport teams use it. Yeah, absolutely. The Tigers might have used it last year um, as they were inching away to ninth position. (laughs) Yeah, it's just my. I, I think there's a good cast. Dennis Quaid, like the oh. old quarterback, gets injured. The young, young upstart quarterback comes in. Cameron Diaz is the owner. Sort of, sort of a bit crazy, but I like it. It's cool. It's fast. It's it's 
It's sexy. It's a good movie. I like it. I do have a question. I love yeah, American. Yeah, just the one. Just the one. I love American football. I love American football films. Why does the oh. quarterback always go down? Always. Yeah, that's how the greatest TV show ever started, right? When Jason Street went down. So what's so Schnaz, Tell us your favorite four hundred and twelve sport films of all time. Okay, so on any given Sunday is in my top five. I would think I really loved it. It's a very long film, but brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Same kind of footballing vibe. I can't go past my, my boy James Vanderbeek in Varsity Blues. Oh, Varsity Blues was a classic. I think Come that on. came out just as I was finishing school. Maybe oh, 99. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 99. Yeah. I uh, loved it. I'm a big Vanderbeek fan. And I love the story. Small town. The quarterback goes down. Second string comes in. Ali Lada's got the whipped cream out. The whole thing. I love it. Great stuff. Iconic, iconic scene, iconic. that one, isn't it? Possibly, you know, I tried that. Didn't really work. I think it was shaving cream in the movie. But anyway, I digress. Uh, okay. Number three, Shanae. Number three. Well, I'm going to throw a very controversial one out there because I'm going to call it sports entertainment. But I'm yeah. going to say The Wrestler. Yeah, right. The Wrestler. You see, is it? wrestling a sport though? That's a question that we um that we've thrown out there. I, look, have you seen the film though? No, I don't think it's a sport. I think it's entertainment. Have you seen the film? No, I haven't. Oh, remarkable! Is that Mickey Raw? It's Mickey Raw. Is that Mickey Raw? Yeah, it's gritty. Anyway, it starts with him living in his trailer, basically. But it's a comeback And the great story. Marissa Tomei. Oh, come on, come on, <laughs> Do you want to do a podcast about Marissa Tomei? My God. I uh, I think it'll be mainly you talking. I only know her from My Cousin Vinny and that Seinfeld episode. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's that, number three? So number two? You're putting a number on these. I'm just sort of spitting them out. I'm going to go oh, with... Oh, no, well, uh, let's, let's, let's put a number on it. Let's put a, I'm, I'm going to go with Rudy. Rudy. Bloody Rudy. It's a good one. I, I accidentally came across Rudy late night, you know, 10, 10.30 movie... 11 o'clock movie on Channel 9, and I was like, what's this? And it's just about this small athlete that uh, lives a dream, and I think he's a wide receiver. Is that correct, Brooksy? Oh, I'm, yeah, I think he is. I yeah, think and it's based, it's based on a true story, and it's basically one of the ultimate underdog stories. So um, Rudy with a very young Sean Astin. Yes. Did you know, I'm just... Googling it on the Wikipedias right now. Mm. The film had supporting roles from John Favreau and <laughs> Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Stop it! That's amazing. You're gonna have to go try and find him now, Shaz. Get on your on your wow. Foxtel Go and go have a look for Vince Vaughn in that. That's that's three Vince Vaughn references in two pods. I'm pretty sure Brooksy's our next guest on the show tomorrow. So. <laughs> now, I've got one more to mention, one more to mention, and it's definitely a sports film, but it's probably in the, <laughs> it's probably in the rom-com genre, you know me, Brooksy, rom-coms. Oh, wait, I'm going to You know, you know I'm where I'm going, you I know think... it, you yeah. know it. Is it called? Is it? Is it? Um, yes. is it the baseball one with yes. Jimmy Fallon and yes. Drew Barrymore? What's yes. Called? 
Well, it's got two names. <laughs> but the way I know it, it's called The Perfect Catch. The Perfect Catch. Yes. yes. It was called of something course. else in Europe uh, based on Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just thought it was fantastic. I love Jimmy Fallon. I love Drew Barrymore. I love the Boston Red Sox. And the way they incorporated real life in the making of that, that film, as in like the Sox actually went on and won the World Series that year. They weren't meant to win, right? That was the thing. They didn't win, but we've got each other. So you're, we're all sports fans listening to this, I imagine. And you're in yeah. a new relationship and you have to explain to that other person that you spend so much time of your life watching a team, going to the team's yeah. games, wearing the team's outfits, spending money you don't have on this team that yeah. always, as the, as the movie starts, let you down. Kid, they're going to break your heart. If you've ever had to explain that to someone in your life, you will love this film. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's one amazing. of my favorite films. I think it's, it was great that, you know, the Sox did win during the filming and like it just changed the dynamic of the movie but still worked. And Farrelly Brothers too, Shnaz. You know, they do some classics. Absolute now, classics. Now, while I have the attention of Fox Sports, who we know, we know they're listening to us now, man. Why do we not have the contract for the Jimmy Fallon show? What is going on there? It is not on any kind of... Uh, Jimmy Fallon is not on any kind of Foxtel viewing at the moment. Are you sure? I'm sure, baby. I'm, no, I, I, I disagree. Um, let me just search it. This is, this is wonderful podcast listening because I know that I'm right. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Uh, I thought it might. I thought it's been on. So Patrick and yeah. whoever else is involved, please get Jimmy back. Get back Fallon. Bring back Fallon. In the words of Aaron Wallace, a friend of ours, oh, you can just watch it on YouTube, Shanaz. I don't think so. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true, but I don't want to. I want to watch it on he's, Fox. He's now. right. It's true. Sorry, that was terrible. Fever, yeah, you're right. No, Fever Pitch is on uh, Foxtel. You can download it. There's Taxi, Whip It, Band of Brothers. And 30 Rock. <laughs> They're not sport that's, films. That's back catalogue on Foxtel. Anyway, yeah. that was... Yeah, you're right. I owe you a coffee. Next okay. time I don't see you, yeah. I'll leave it on your desk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think GG's is open anymore, man. But yeah, we, obviously we um, had a few responses, but if you don't agree with what we said with some of the best sporting movies or you have your own, tweet us. Yeah. At Legal Life NRL. Tell us your favourite movies. Yeah. I'm sure we'll do favourite... Um, Sports TV shows in the near future, and oh, God, okay. I know hang what you're Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've left out of my top five what you're talking the about. The movie, yes, Friday Night Lights. The movie is very, very good. It's not as good as a TV show, but it's very, 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 very no. good. No, but we'll definitely be talking about Friday Night Lights at some stage during the lockdown. I think we might do what we did with um, Curve and do maybe a Friday Night Lights spectacular. Yeah, I, I'm up for that, brother. I just want it to be known in case it wasn't clear. It's in my top five. Friday Night Lights of Film. So I'm getting rid of right. something. The wrestler. We're, we're, already, getting, yeah, we're already getting t tweets and emails saying, how did Schnaz not put it in? I don't know how they're hearing this, but we're getting it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 
No, I, I, I think that was just as we know you. That's just part and parcel of who you are. Can so. you name two actors from Friday Night Lights, the film, who were in the TV show as well? God, you've got me there. Um, I one's I obvious. Buddy Garrity's got to be in there. Mm, what's your I other answer? I can't remember what was the movie. Buddy, Buddy is in there, and Tammy's in there. I think Buddy was in there. Tammy and Taylor. There was um. Real life Tammy. Tammy Taylor. Yeah, right. That's your answer. I remember Billy Bob was in it. Yeah, he was. He was Coach Taylor. I can't remember anyone else. Well, far out. Th- yeah, th- th- those two. Those two had scenes in it. I don't know how many scenes um, our friend Buddy had, but he was in it. Yeah, let me have a look. Why don't you believe anything yeah. I say anymore? Connie Britton as Sharon Gaines and Brad Leland as John Albury. That's right. So yeah, you're right. Thanks, Bruce. You're right. Spot <laughs> on. And thanks for thanks for uh, calling me and doing the third episode, Schnaz. No problem. Um, I can see, like, we'll we'll be tweeting out photos of each other, so you'll be able to see Schnaz is just about to take his towel off and have a sauna. His sauna. <laughs> Well, yesterday I had a Japanese massage thing set up. I know yeah. you're you're getting like this Scandinavian Japanese. I don't know what you've got this wood thing going on. I don't know. Nah, um, it's good. Good to have a chat with you, mate. Nah, it's been good talking to you, man. And um, hopefully we can do it. I've got the next four days. I'll be working on Fox League Live, the afternoon shift. Okay, cool. I'm enjoying it. Good show. Yeah, so yeah, it's been, it seems like there's been getting good. We've been getting good feedback for it, but hopefully we can do some stuff, get some interesting interviews, both yeah. in the league and world um, realm, which yeah. should be interesting. But um, yeah, stick tight. I think there's. I think this show's evolving and going to be pretty good in the next couple of days. Yeah, it's on. Uh, so the morning edition is seven o'clock. The afternoon edition is three o'clock. And weekends is what nine and three. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So okay. we'll have, um, and then Matty Johns is on tomorrow night as well. So oh, cool. we've got a bit of stuff on tomorrow. So, but yeah, Shaz, thank you very much, man. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for uh, thanks for chatting with me, Brooksy. I don't know what else I was going to do tonight. I had so much on and uh, this is it. I'm glad I chose you over right. everything else I had to do. <laughs> thank you. Thank All you right. very much. I will see you, see you later. And Moses, and bye for now. Mm-hmm.